0: Welcome, everyone. And thank you for joining us. I'm here with uh, Laura Lee Kelly. Laura Lee, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So let me tell you a little bit about uh, what this hour consists of. Um, I intend to set a little context, uh, both uh, philosophical context, but also some personal context for this whole conversation. Uh, And then I'm going to invite Laura Lee to share with us uh, some thoughts around the the nature of healing. Uh, And at some point, uh, I've asked Laura Lee if she would do a group healing for us, uh, which we'll do toward the end. And then if there's time, we might take a question or two from you. So that's... That is essentially the, the plan. The first thing I want to say, um, is that I see the people who, for instance, come to a call like this, the people who do the various courses with me or are part of the, my online mystery school membership, connected in any way to this work as a kind of as a, as a community, essentially a virtual community. And uh, my intention is to share as much as I can in as many different ways as I can uh, that will be supportive of everyone's well-being and, and spiritual attainment to spiritual growth. And one of the things I love to do uh, in that context is is introduce you to some of the incredibly talented uh, and brilliant individuals that are part of this community. Uh, And so today the opportunity for me is to introduce you to an old friend, Laura Lee Kelly, Laura Lee and I have known each other for somewhere between 15 and 20 years um, through various phases of both of our growth. uh, And uh, yeah, there's too many stories there to tell in this short hour that we have, but uh, I can certainly say that I've learned a great deal from Laura Lee and and continue to uh, be blessed with many, many things from, from Laura Lee. Um, so it's a real pleasure for me to be able to, uh, if you don't know her, introduce you to her, if you do know her, to maybe give you a different angle on, on who she is and what it is uh, that she does. And maybe before I go on any further, I'll give Laura Lee a moment to just say hello uh, herself.
1: Hello, hi. Um, thank you for that very sweet introduction, Jeff. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here and it's nice to see the familiar faces, some of you I really miss. I haven't been able to connect with recently and some new faces. And just thank you, Jeff, for this amazing opportunity to share more about my work um, with you all. And I'm really looking forward to connecting and seeing what we can share together.
0: It's well, fantastic. Uh, thank you. So I think the first thing I want to do is just set the, a, a bit of a philosophical context for me, because the idea of healing is, is sometimes, and, and in my experience more often than not, or, or at least that's been my path, uh, is sometimes seen in opposition to awakening. Uh, or at least seen as separate from, as if they're two different domains. Uh, and I want to uh, offer today uh, a view that says that basically all of, our, all of our spiritual journey is in essence a healing. You know, the, the idea is that healing... Is essentially a, a restoring balance, restoring wholeness. Uh, it's, a, it's, a restoring, it's a restoring activity. Uh, and if, as I do, is if, you, is if, if you understand the spiritual path as a path that leads to a reconnection with source, uh, you know, I see the goal of our spiritual path being. The establishment or reestablishment of a, of a deep and direct contact with the source of our being, the, the energy, intelligence, compassion, love, that is the source of creation, to, that we become authentically connected to that, and uh, that that energy flows freely through us into, into our lives. You know, so I, I like to think of uh, the goal of spiritual work as being the, the unkinking of the hose. So if, if a human being is, it can be equated to a garden hose, we kind of wake up finding ourselves, most of us at least, certainly me, we wake up finding ourselves with a lot of kinks uh, that are inhibiting the flow of water. And through your spiritual work, you gradually unkink the hose uh, and create a clearer and clearer path so that there can be a, a more and more free flow of water through the hose into the garden of life, uh, as it were. And so spiritually, you know that means unkinking whatever are the constraints and constrictions and false ideas, et cetera, that are inhibiting the flow of divinity, of of that source of light and love and intelligence and wisdom. Whatever is inhibiting it gets slowly healed, slowly relaxed, slowly worked out, so that more and more and more of our inherent divinity uh, flows through us into our lives and into the world, and that that can very easily be seen as a process of healing, that the the path of spiritual growth is a healing process that restores our our connection with our source uh, and relaxes anything that would constrain its free flow into life. Uh, And so I don't see there being any separation between what we might call spiritual work or spiritual awakening and spiritual growth and healing. I see healing is a great metaphor for understanding how the spiritual path works. So since that's the overarching context that I want to set for this call, I want to give Laura Lee a chance to uh, give her view on that. Uh, confirming or clarifying any areas as she sees fit.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Um, I totally agree with you. And I think it's important also to distinguish for me, um, because the word healing can be problematic for some people, or there can be confusion about what that really is. And... You know for me personally my spiritual practice really is my healing practice um my my own journey of self-healing is what led into is what it has been for my life my spiritual practice through my work really and so i definitely feel it's important to share with people a feeling of empowerment in their journey of getting to know themselves, reconnecting to their source. And through that, I think it's really important to make the distinction that a healer, you know, it took me a long time to just say I'm a healer. And it's it's, sometimes it's still challenging because some people really, people have very different ideas about it. A healer doesn't really fix you. They're just there to be a guide, be, you know, help you open the door, help you to see your blind spots. And maybe you'd agree that it's the same role as a spiritual teacher. You know, just they're not doing the work for you. They're supporting you. And so, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I don't see there any any uh, separation between the two whatsoever, in my experience. And uh,
0: the other thing that I would want to, to add to that is that, that healing occurs essentially on... You know, on a physical level on a psychological emotional level and on a spiritual level and that all three are equally important for uh, awakening uh it's you know sometimes again the the physical body is seen as somehow being separate from the awakening process i personally don't see it that way i see that the that the physical body is the vehicle, it's the the physical vehicle that's holding our spirit uh, and it has an effect in uh, how spirits able to manifest. So the the physical healing uh, is just as significant as emotional and psychological healing, which is just as significant as spiritual healing and and spiritual work. So uh, all of those, we want to be open to source and open to spirit on all three of those uh, levels. And I think it's helpful for us to see that that they're just different, they're just different dimensions of who we are. And we don't want to be open and only part of who we are. We want to be fully as fully open as we can be, uh, you know, whatever that means for each individual
1: yeah, yeah and I, oh, I was just going to add that,, um, yeah, I feel like one of the fun the joys of the work that I do is connecting the dots between those facets of who we are. And it's such a joy, you know, to witness that and to hold space for that when people connect a, a physical symptom to the emotional body to a pattern in their life. Uh, to the spiritual, uh, the energetic dimensions of who they are. It's really uh, amazing when that moment happens. Beautiful. Um, So
0: that's kind of the overarching context that I just, I wanted to encourage all of us to hold for this conversation. And now I want to share something a little bit more personal uh, that I mentioned in the email that I sent to you all. Uh in late January, I broke a rib. Uh, And for those of you who have broken a rib, and this was a pretty good break, actually, uh, you will, I'm sure, agree with me that it is an excruciatingly painful event. Uh so it was it was on my left side, it was high and and way on the side that I fell on it. Uh, and it was really awful uh i couldn't i couldn't lay down uh because i don't know why but the pressure of the pressure of laying down was was utterly excruciating so i had to sit up all the time uh and the, I could stand up or I could sit up, but the transition from either standing to sitting or sitting to standing was definitely an ordeal every single time. So I tended to be in one or the other uh, because I wanted to limit the number of times I had to transition. And uh I know I was finding it difficult to sleep. Of course I was on pain medication, which was you know helping to some extent. Uh but still, it was, it was very excruciating. And I went
1: through two nights this way. Um, and yeah, it was terrible,
0: basically. Uh, so I, I wrote to Loralee, and I asked her if she could do some work on me. And I explained to her what the situation was. Uh, and she said, yes, she could do some Uh, And it was going to be, because I happened to have been in Europe at the time, the the time difference meant it was going to be essentially the middle of my night, which to me didn't matter because I was kind of awake anyway. I wasn't sleeping, so it was just a 24-hour ordeal. Uh, And at some point, she told me she was going to start doing the work. Uh, And she explained that you know this isn't this is not just her working on me this was also she was also inviting me to participate in the process that that part of her energetic work would be guiding me uh to be able to work on myself and so i was sitting and then at some point uh i started feeling the the movement of energy inside myself and i i started to feel like I was called to put my attention where that energy seemed to be moving. And it wasn't just moving around my rib. It was moving, well, a lot through my head, actually, and, and through my upper body. And I felt like I was participating in something. Uh, and I, it, it was just profound to, uh, to engage that way it felt very profound to engage that way and so that went on for a while and then i fell asleep which was nice because i wasn't falling asleep very much Uh, so i fell asleep and then throughout the night i kept i mean this is my memory of it uh i kept waking up and every time i woke up i realized the energy was still moving and so then I would follow it around for a little while, and then I'd fall back asleep. And then a little while later, I'd wake up and I'd say, oh, the energy is still moving. And then I would follow it around a little while, and then I would fall back asleep. And I don't know, that probably happened half a dozen times. I would wake up and feel that the energy was still moving in me. And so I would put my attention on it uh, and sort of participate with it. Uh, And then when I woke up, I was, you know, my side still hurt. You know, I was still, I still had a broken rib. But I was amazed that something felt distinctly different, noticeably different than the day before. Uh, And it was, it was more than, just less pain because it was less pain, which, you know, in some ways was the most important thing to me at the time. It was definitely less pain. It felt like, um, it felt like the pain had dulled as if there had been something put on it that was keeping it calm, more calm, less acute, less sharp, a little bit dull. So that was very, that was obviously lovely. Uh, But also there was some, very distinct way that I was at ease with the pain that I hadn't been the day before, that I felt okay with this. Now, obviously that was partly a fact, uh, that was, that was partly uh, because it hurt less, I'm sure, but it was, it felt like more than just that it hurt less. It felt like uh, I had come into I had come into a deeper relationship with this broken rib that somehow we had connected uh, and seemed to have made some kind of agreement, you know, and I don't know what exactly what it was, but it, it something like, well, you broke me, so you're going to have to deal with the pain, but I'll try to do it as, as comfortably as possible for you, uh, and it was, it was, It was such a profound experience that one of the first things I thought afterwards was I need to do a call with Loralee and tell people about this because it had that sense of like, that was a miracle. You know, something happened overnight and I don't, you know, these things are mysterious. I don't know exactly what was going on. I really felt like I was a co-creator of that healing and I was participating by where I was putting my attention, but I really have no idea how that would work exactly. Uh, But it, it was absolutely and utterly profound, uh, and I felt deeply grateful to have, to experience that much relief. And, you know, it made me think, here's someone who is, uh, you know, an old friend, someone I trust implicitly, uh, who's very much a part of this community and, and really does have a talent uh, for For this kind of remote healing, and I wanted her to be able to share a little bit of that uh, with you and so now I want to ask her to share a little bit about that that incident about about how, what that represents in terms of how you work in general or anything else you're inspired to say.
1: Thank you. Um, that is such a sweet story <laughs> and I'm very happy that you chose to use the word co-creation because I definitely, I feel like that is really the operative word in that instance. I mean, it's not to diminish my presence or my capacity in any way. Um, And I, I believe that it was your availability for that that allowed that to happen. You know, your willingness and your availability and, you know, maybe I showed you where an, an access point was inside of yourself and said, you know, you can go here, you know, enter here. And uh, I don't know either. You know, it's it's mysterious to me as well. Um, and, and it's also incredibly simple in my, the way that I, frame things for myself and for the people that I work with is just that we have, as you've already said, you know we have access to this greater source, energy. And there's never a moment in our lives when it's not available to us. That's the amazing thing, is that it's available to us every moment of our lives. Um, and so it's just the remembering and the coming back to it that's the sweet spot. And so that's really what I'm trying to do. That's my goal, is to continuously re-enter that flow and and just to make that as permanent as it can be, you know, to make that and to let everything else fall away and let that be the center of who we are, the core of who we are, That whatever that current was that was moving through you in that moment, that that's really the information in that is so important and can sort of resolve a lot of things just on its own, in my experience.
0: And, you know, what's interesting about uh, what was, what was one of the things that was very interesting about that experience was that I felt, clearly I felt the physical, I felt something physically happening in my body, you know, I felt energy moving and it, it seemed to be moving things. I mean, I didn't exactly know what was going on, but there was something was going on in there physically. Uh, I was sure that if, you know, someone could put a microscope in there, they'd see stuff happening somewhere. Uh, Cause it seemed to be, it really felt like, I don't know. In my mind, it felt like bone was being knit together or something. I'm, you know, I have no proof of this scientifically, but that's what it felt like. Emotionally. And psychologically, it just felt profoundly comforting. Uh, You know, it just, it it felt like you were being taken care of. It felt very healing also on an emotional level because emotionally it's kind of an ordeal to be in that much pain constantly. Uh, And spiritually, it felt like, you know, that energy that was moving in me felt intelligent. It It felt like a higher somebody. Uh, and so spiritually, it it also felt as if I was being contacted and connected with uh, some kind of higher being, uh, you know, whatever that is. So I was aware that that there was there were things happening on all of those physical, the physical, the emotional, the like, you know, emotional, psychological, and the the spiritual levels all uh, simultaneously, which. Which was really, uh, uh, yeah, that was that was very profound. So I don't know, Laura Lee, is that what you see with people generally?
1: Yes, definitely. And I feel that in that instance, you know, you were really in crisis. Your body was in an emergency, um, or maybe not just your body. You know, you were in a kind of emergency, and so I definitely. Um, support people in invoking whatever support that they can, whatever support feels appropriate to them, whether that be through, you know, archetypal energy of guides or angels. Um, I work a lot with colored light, um, different frequencies of light and all you really need, or even, even, you know, plants, and uh, flowers are incredibly healing and you don't actually need the thing you just need to invoke the uh, like spirit of the thing or the energy of the thing and then ask it to support you in whatever way it's going to and you know do I know what that really looks like in the realms beyond our minds no I really have no idea but I do feel presences and I do um, I feel that that for whatever reason, that paradigm works, um, in the way that I'm working with people. And I know there are other very great healers on this call too. And I know that we work in similar ways. So I, I like to feel that it's, you know, it's not me. It's, it's, um, really that source energy itself as it's manifesting, and as it's moving through different channels in different ways, that's doing whatever it's doing, that's doing the work.
0: One other thing that I wanted to comment on is what you said about <clears throat> my openness, because I know you know healing work is is no different than spiritual work in that sense, which is that it's what occurs is always in relationship uh, and and the openness that we have you know to each other uh, in 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 either of those cases is a key ingredient um you know if we want to talk about awakening no one can awaken another person and just like no one can heal another person you know a healing happens and awakening happens they they happen in mysterious ways but there are certain relationships between say healers and, and individuals or teachers and individuals there's certain relationships which uh allow a level of trust to occur not just trust in that person of course that's primary if you don't trust the healer you're not gonna, you're not gonna open. Uh, but that's not the, the main opening is the opening to the possibility of healing the opening to the energies that uh, have the have the, the capacity to heal and those are, those are not coming from a from a person they're coming from the source itself. Uh, So in this case, as I already said, I've known Laura Lee a long time Uh,
1: and uh, my trust in her is
0: so complete that it's very easy for me to just let go. I feel absolutely nothing uh in between there's nothing s- that separates uh, and i know that that was a huge factor in why this experience was so profound and this isn't the first time that i've received healing work from laura lee just the most dramatic time because so, you know i don't break bones that often uh, <clears throat> in fact i haven't broken a bone since high school so it's been a long time uh, but yes, I do, I don't know how we could study that, but I think there's something interesting there. Uh, and I think, I think a good healer, like a good teacher, the main thing they're good at is, is uh, creating the kind of relationship and the rapport that allows people to let go and to trust. Uh, so, so that, I think, is just a very interesting uh, Part of the whole dynamic, and so, Lorly, I wanted to ask you how when you work with people, yeah, you know, what is the role of of that, of trust, of relaxation, of openness, receptivity, how do you how do you work with that? Uh, you know how how does that factor into the work that you do?
1: Um, thank you for that, and I want to answer that question, very important question. And before I forget, I wanted to also back up one minute, if I could, because I forgot that I wanted to say that, and I don't know if this, how important this is really, but I, I have a feeling that when you, when you were in that experience, that there may have been, may have been some kind of like a psychic surgery going on that happens sometimes. I don't really un- understand that a hundred percent, but I do believe that there are moments, like when someone is in crisis like that, where just, it, it becomes, the healing is so deep and so specific that the only word, and I've heard these words, obviously elsewhere, pick them up elsewhere, but I, I resonate with it, this idea of like a psychic surgery happening, like something just beyond our understanding moving through you. Um, and so I wanted to share that fun. Um, and also, okay. remind me what your question was really quickly. Oh, you're muted. I can't hear you.
0: I said, now I'm interested in what you said more than I am in my, in my question. <laughs> uh, so, because you, what you said is a lot more interesting. Um, because it reminded me of something uh, which kind of gets into the, you know, I said that you have physical, kind of emotional, spiritual. One of the things that happened after that experience with you uh, was, and you used the term psychic surgery, which is kind of how it felt. Uh, But one of the things that happened was I woke up with a very... I said I woke up feeling differently. And one of the ways that I felt differently was I realized that there was more going on than a broken rib the whole time. That there was a reason I had broken that rib and that it was some kind of a spiritual transition point. And it physically manifest at a, as a broken rib. And the t- so I spent two weeks basically more or less incapacitated uh you know it gradually got better but initially i was just sitting on the couch 24 hours a day and then gradually i could kind of walk very slowly but i stopped relating to it as just a physical an opportunity to physical heal and i started to relate to it as a retreat and i just from that time when when that healing occurred i was kind of in a constant state of meditation uh, even through the pain, I was just kind of sitting and letting my consciousness sort of go in and out and in and out and in and out. And uh, I, you know, I would occasionally fall asleep and wake up and fall asleep and wake up. Uh, and I realized that there was a spiritual transition occurring. There was a shift in my being and in my life and that somehow this broken rib was playing a role in creating the conditions that were going to allow this to integrate or something. I mean, I, you know, I'm i just blabbing because I actually have no idea what it was, except I was absolutely certain and still have no doubt that it was a spiritual event uh, that manifest as a physical broken rib and that. The healing work that you did was instrumental in aligning me with the spiritual potential of what was happening because before that i was really quite focused on the physical uh, pain and and the healing but after that i was much more focused on the mystery of what was happening to me spiritually that had uh, manifest as a broken rib and i would much prefer you to speak to that than Whatever I was asking you before.
1: Well, I kind of remembered what you were asking now, but I think this is so fascinating because, yeah, I do, I do feel that there are moments when um, these things happen, and when you think about the nature of bones, you know, it's so foundational, so essential to who we are. Um, what literally carries the physical body. So I tend to think in the metaphors like that oftentimes. And so I see it as if that were the case for you some kind of um, foundational shift that you were making on some level of your being. And it's so interesting that you felt that it was such um, as well. And I think what you were speaking to before, um, I can't remember exactly how you framed your question, but what it reminded me of was that I believe that there are certain people that are meant to work with me, just like there are certain souls that are meant to work with you. And I believe that they're drawn to us because of what are our, our histories. And so maybe it's that, um, you know, whatever my circumstances that I, the challenges that I was born into that I had to overcome in this lifetime to become more awake, those are going to resonate with certain people more than others. And so I I think that's such a beautiful thing that we can support each other in that way and kind of come together in sort of a soul family way to heal. It's, It's like we're doing collective healing really when that's happening. And I think that may have answered your question. <laughs> Was that your question? I, I
0: think it's, it's on the way. Uh, I'm, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask one more piece that I think will help, but um, because I wanna, I actually wanna do a collective healing. Uh, I want you to guide us in one. Um, and I wanted to let people know that on the, on the page where you registered for this, at the very bottom, there's information about Laura Lee in the sessions that she does, if anyone uh, feels like that would be helpful to them. Uh, and so before we do the collective awakening, Laura Lee, I just, I think what I was asking before really had to do with, I mean, it was about, you know, how you develop trust and rapport with with people, but I, I think fundamentally what I was asking is how do you work with people? Like uh, if you wanted to tell us a little bit about, about the people, like you just said, it's usually it's we're meant to work with certain people. I a hundred percent agree with you there. And if you work with the people you're supposed to work with, boy, that makes life easy. Uh, and and so I'm wondering who do you see what do you see in common among the people that you're supposed to work with, that are supposed to work with you? Uh, and wh- how do you see yourself working with them? And you know, anything you wanna tell us about how that mystery has unfolded for you over time?
1: Such a big question. Um, let's see. Well, for me, there's been a big, as you know, and you've supported me so much in this evolution and transition, that there's been a huge need for myself personally to move away from the physical because I've been a a body worker for 30 years and to really move in a way that's as directly mystical as I possibly can and so for me whoever it is the souls out there that are meant or feel called to work with me I think It's those people who are interested in that, who are interested in accessing life in a more directly mystical way. And so, what that means for me is just fewer people who are interested in purely physical things. Not that those things aren't important. I mean, our bodies are incredibly sacred vessels that we absolutely need to be functioning optimally. And I don't want to imply that the body's not relevant or important. Um, and I believe that it's in service to the mystical. And and I used to work in a way where that was kind of hidden or it was there was a lot of energy being transferred in the session, but I wasn't really speaking to it directly. And so now it feels amazing to be able to just like right up right away bring that as the most important thing. And, and so what you said about trust its so incredibly important and that's really everything, you know, it's just surrendering is everything, you know, once that is there and the trust is there, trust on both sides, really like trusting that whatever needs to show up for that person is going to show up. And it's really not about my mind having a, just really having no agenda in the session and just following what shows up. Like for me, that is the work and for whoever's working with me, the work is to also trust and to surrender. And the way that looks is having a conversation about what's going on with the person, what they may be working with what, uh, on any level, physical, emotional, spiritual, relational, and then um, doing some remote energy, maybe talking about the patterns that might be involved, um, just really I'm really just trying to witness the person. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm really just trying to bring as much presence as I can, as much witnessing as I can, as much compassion and getting myself out of the way. And so that I'm showing them and supporting them and listening to themselves. It's not really, as I said already, not really about me giving something that someone doesn't already have. It's really, I'm interested in supporting the person on how to resource themselves and how to really be their own healer um, after the session. And so there's, you know, some usually some guided, guided imagery, teaching them how to work with the energy, teaching how to ground how important this the building blocks really, fundamental building blocks that are so important.
0: Fantastic. Um, and maybe with that, you could guide us through a collective healing practice.
1: Sure. And so are we thinking about uh, 10 minutes perhaps? Okay, perfect. Well, thank you everyone. And so I just want to, we're going to transition now into receiving and So I just encourage you to make yourselves as comfortable as you can. Whatever you need to do, whether it's getting water or another layer, making sure that the seat that you're in, the position that your body's in is as comfortable as it can be. Just take a few very deep breaths Inhaling to the very, very top of the lung tissue as though you were stretching out the top of the lungs on the end of the inhalation. Three or four of those, very slow, letting everything go on the exhalation. I'm just going to do a very quick body scan, so Starting with the feet, noticing your feet, noticing your toes, noticing the skin on the feet and noticing the ankles, noticing the lower leg and the shins, noticing the knees, the joints of the knees and the ligaments and tendons in the knees, and noticing the bones of the legs and the muscles and the blood supply of the legs and the thighs. Noticing the pelvis and the groin, the lower abdomen, letting it soften. Noticing the abdomen, letting it be very heavy, noticing the small intestine, the reproductive organs, the large intestine, noticing the stomach and the spleen and the liver and the gallbladder, noticing the diaphragm and letting it soften. Noticing the chest, the rib cage, and the lungs, and the esophagus, the sternum. Noticing the heart and the pericardium. Noticing the top of the shoulders and the arms. Noticing the palms of the hands. noticing all the lymph, noticing the throat and the thyroid and noticing the face, the bones of the face, the muscles, all the lymph and innervation of the face, noticing the eyes and the eyelashes, the eyelids, noticing the fluid, between the eyelid and the eye. Noticing the ears and the mouth and the teeth. And letting everything soften, become very heavy and receptive. Noticing the hair and the scalp, all the muscles on the scalp and the ears. And coming down the back of the body, now noticing the muscles down the back and the spine, Noticing the brain and the spinal column, noticing the limbic system in the center of the brain, noticing the amygdala and letting it rest, noticing all the nerve roots coming out of the spinal column, all the bones of the spine and the sacrum in the lower back, And noticing the glutes and the hamstrings and all the muscles down the back of the legs coming down the back of the lower legs, noticing the calves and the back of the ankles and the heels, and now noticing the soles of the feet. Just bring your attention into the soles of your feet now imagining and feeling that the soles of the feet are becoming very soft and pliable, like they are flowers opening up to the earth, kissing the earth as they blossom. I invite you to feel some energetic roots now coming out through the soles of the feet This is the energetic body now, merging with the body of the earth, reaching toward the earth, sensing the intelligence of the earth and the resource of the earth. Notice what your roots look like, what they feel like. Are they tender and delicate? Are they thick? Do they have a color? Let the roots reach down toward the earth, feel how they want to connect into the earth, into the incredibly nourishing, restful energy of the earth. Once again, this resource that is always available to you in every moment of your life, Feel the intelligence of your body as it meets the intelligence of the larger body of the earth, the electromagnetic fields meeting. When the roots feel like they're into the earth, let them hook in as deeply as they would like to go. Maybe they spread out or maybe they go very deep down into the earth. I want you to just notice what this feels like in your body. Is there a sound? Is there a color? Is there a shape? And I want you to anchor that feeling inside of yourself, into your heart. Remember that feeling. Begin to Ask and invite this larger energy to come up into the body, filling up the emotional, physical, energetic, spiritual bodies. Like you're filling up a container with this illuminated energy Just let that container continue to fill. Take as much time as you need. There's no need to rush this process. And anything that you may be letting go of, any false beliefs about yourself, about life, about the world, anyone's uh, any other energy from anyone else that may be in your system that doesn't belong there we are going to invite that energy that is complete to be transformed to be transmuted through the energy of the earth so with gratitude We will invite whatever is complete, whatever we're finished with, whatever we no longer need, whatever may be holding us back from experiencing the totality of ourselves, any blind spots, any old stories. We're going to invite that which is no longer needed to be transmuted, to be transformed, sending it with love, with gratitude down through the roots into the earth so that it can be turned into something new. Anytime you feel any instability in yourself, in the world, This is an incredibly simple but profound practice, just simply grounding, stabilizing yourself, accessing the vast energies that are available to us and asking them to support us. And now I invite you to surround yourself, your entire physical and energetic body in a tube of violet flame. The violet flame is something that we use for purification, for raising the entire electromagnetic field. So I want you to feel, and as you invoke this tube of beautiful violet flame completely around the body enveloping you, enveloping all that you are. Just let it touch every aspect of your being. As that tube of light transforms you, Invite it into the center of your being. See the current of the energy coming right into the center of who you are. Let everything else fall away now. All that exists is this channel of beautiful, illuminated, violet flame, completely transforming anything that is not needed. All that you are is this current of energy, this current of energy that carries with it all the information that you need. Just imagine that you are downloading the answers to the questions of your life. So we're going to come to a close. And we're going to intend that this current of energy will stay with you as long as it's needed. Slowly coming back into the room and opening your eyes if you wish. Thank you so much.
0: And I want to remind everyone that on that page where you registered is information about Laura Lee. If if there's anything that you feel she might, this kind of work would support you with, I, as you can tell, uh, wholeheartedly recommend her work. Uh, And uh, I would, also just suggest you take a look at her website and see uh, the information she has there. I'm quite moved in this moment by that. I, that memory of mine that the recognition that my broken rib was part of something, some spiritual transition that was bigger than the physical breaking of the rib. And I definitely had that feeling that it had to do with some kind of a structural change. I had the sense of the the rib being part of the structural system of the body and the broken rib somehow uh, being a metaphor for some fundamental structural shift that was wanting to happen. I feel blessed and lucky to have such wonderful people to be on the journey with. Uh, And so I wanna thank all of you very, very much and and especially uh, Laura Lee for being here tonight.
1: Thank you, Jeff. And thank you everyone. This was wonderful and I'm very grateful to just be in, in contact with you all and yeah, just sending you all my love.